I don't know if, if you haven't seen her yet, you have to go look at her. She does not look her age. She looks fabulous. She's definitely a, she's a very deep, she's a very deep soul. And you can tell, I'm sure just from how she's, what type of the roles that she's playing and the type of things that she's doing. Welcome to the Aloha Friday podcast, coming from the Landsberg Law Office in the historic penthouse suite of the Executive Center in downtown Honolulu. Here we talk to the most interesting people we know. From current events, to how they got to where they are, to how they see the world. And now, your co-hosts of the Aloha Friday podcast, Marcus Landsberg and Naomi Cooper Christensen. Aloha. So we're here with Kiki, who is a really good friend of mine, and I think she's super interesting. I met her on a modeling job, and this is for Honolulu Club. She was super fit. I was like, oh my God, for a mom of two, she's just super hot, and she looks so good, and she was so happy and so sweet. And then she ended up playing um, the wife of my husband on another job, and they ended up doing a commercial together. And I just kind of kept in touch, and we kept seeing each other at auditions. And, you know, this evolved into a friendship, and she's gone from modeling to acting. She's pretty much done, I think, every commercial possible that <laughs> – I mean, she's everywhere. She's in, like, tons of magazines. She's, she's been in, you know, bikinis. She's been in the in the back office of agencies – um, she went into a special kind of film um, acting club. It's called The Try. And then she went into her own production recently, which is kind of why I wanted to talk to her. I haven't been able to really hear that whole process. And I think it's really exciting. And everyone is interested in how this even starts. Where do you get the funding? Like, where do you come up with the ideas? So Kikilani Groon, welcome. Thank you for having me. You make me sound so like... Cool. <laughs> you are cool. We're just living day by day, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm here too. Just uh, hi. this is Marcus Landsberg. <laughs> uh, hi. Uh, hi, Marcus. I, hi, Marcus. That's you guys. No, no, no. Don't worry about that. You guys forgot about me. Go, go back. Go back here. Okay. So, how did this transition? When was it that you just said, "I'm going to make a film. I'm going to produce it." How did you come up with this idea? Yeah, well, um, you know, you know, this industry is kind of tricky and you have to change with it and grow with it. And, you know, when we start modeling at a younger age, you're doing these certain kind of jobs and then you have kids and then you're in a different bracket. So you get different kinds of jobs. And it was reaching the point where I was, like you said, I had done a lot of commercials already And it was getting to the point where I was being requested for bigger things, you know, auditions for whatever film or TV show, spokesperson. And I really wasn't feeling very comfortable um, reading lines and memorizing. And it was stressing me out. So I figured I would do something about it. That's really when I started taking acting classes and really getting more serious into it. And yes, I found my tribe, um, a group of amazing actors and support, um, which there's a lot of here. Sorry, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Tell me what the tribe is. Is that an actual organization or is that? (laughs) It's not like like, a a, (laughs) Oh my God. Do you have to get a tattoo? Is there a... No, the tribe. A tribe. put a hood over your head and walk you through the hallway or what's going (laughs) on? That's scary. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) Um. You know, in one of my acting classes, that is kind of the word that we would use to describe 
our fellow actors and this group of people that just lend support and we're always there for each other. And it really isn't just for that class. It's kind of as you get out there, it's the community. You know, you realize that this whole film community is a tribe and we're there to help and support and do whatever we can to raise people up. I can add to that though. She's being kind of humble. This tribe thing, it's kind of a, there's a, there's a certain act, um, an acting coach here who she does really well at prepping you for film because she has a lot of um, mythology and she just comes from somewhere else with a different perspective. And so if we um, like her, say her name, if we don't, don't say it. Okay. Jackson. She's amazing. So she's a little bit of a private kind of I would say kind of a secret here where she's definitely done some workshops that are open to public and she definitely has her name out there she's a comedian as well but in order to actually work with her usually she needs a referral she doesn't like Mm -hmm. just taking on anyone so that's kind of why I didn't want to just throw her out there not because she's not amazing but because she is a little bit of of a like a secret a secret uh, gold gem here and so if you are referred and you do get in she kind of screams you before she invites you into the tribe yes the good thing is so far no one's listening to us right Right. so So it's still a secret but the important (laughs) thing is if people will listen to us we want them to learn secrets so don't feel like you got to hold back that's true well and then and then we can just you know we'll charge a residual for anyone that goes to sally yeah right (laughs) (laughs) no it's a special it is a special thing that she provides for us you know it isn't just walking in and you know we don't just sit there and listen to her and we don't just scene study it's like a total comprehensive class where you kind of get a little bit of everything to make you very well rounded. And she works with individual people to, to break through your own barriers. Wow. Oh, she works you. She works you for sure. So I know Kiki wasn't at the last one. They, she runs these every once in a while. And it's like this, this, you know, group invite and whoever can make it comes. And usually when Kiki goes, um, Kiki's so good that she makes everyone else who goes after her look like shit. So, oh my God. <laughs> So it was actually nice that she wasn't there this last time because oh I was like, oh, yay, I don't feel so like I have to perform to that level. But no, I'm just giving you whatever. Giving you no, for sure. Awesome. So tell me about this movie. You decided to make a movie? Yeah. So, you know, going into a, what a competitive, even though, you know, this is Hawaii and it is an island and it is a smaller community of actors, it's still competitive. Um, and well, I mean, you know, Hawaii has a different type of competition, which is very interesting to me, coming yes. from somewhere else. Yes. You know, we only have a couple shows that come in. We have a couple movies that come in every year. We have a very small, um, very small opportunity for the kinds of roles that we uh, are available to us, right? You know, might be we're not going to be able to audition for like the co-starring roles and everything like that. Well, sorry, they are co-starring, but they're like five and under, right? They're small. Anyway, um, you also need to have a good reel, a good demo reel to sell yourself. And it's hard to get demo reels. If you're not getting work, it's hard to build a resume if you can't book these big jobs. So really my film started out as me needing material for my demo reel. (laughs) That's how it started out. And I was going to just 
film a scene. I was going to think of these different little scenes I could do that would be cool to have in there to show different types of characters and roles. And then I just thought about it a little bit more and was like, why stop there? Then, you know, it might just be kind of corny or cheesy if it's just you filming something with a friend on your iPhone. And obviously it's not quality. Right. So I just started talking to, I've been working on Hawaii Five-0 um, full-time this last season um, as a stand-in and photo double and stunt double. And I was just talking to some of the people around set to bounce ideas off. And one person that I had gravitated to toward was our, our DP, Kurt Jones. And I was just saying, hey, what do you think about this idea? I'm kind of thinking about maybe doing a short film. And I talked to him about it and he goes, I love it. I'm in. Get something on paper. I will totally help you. And I'm like, ooh, okay. So if it wasn't for him kind of pushing me along the way and constantly asking me, what do you have? Do you have something written? What do you have to show me? He really pushed me to to get it done. That's the type of friend you need. That's awesome. Yeah, it was good timing. He, He really was itching to direct something. And I really was looking for a piece that would push me beyond my limits to see how far I could go as an actor. Um, So yeah, it was just kind of like our stars aligned. It was fabulous. Great. So how, how far along are you now? So I just, we're in post-production. We, the editor of our film is an assistant editor on Supergirl and actually wow. just finished watching our latest cut. And this is pretty close to our final cut. Oh so um, from here, it'll go to the colorist. And then we need to find a composer. And we have some VFX that needs to be put in. So there's still these wow. little things that just kind of, I don't know. We're so all kind of learning together. 70, 80% to the finish line. Yeah, I guess so. It still feels so far away (laughs) from where it started. Yeah, (laughs) it's getting exciting. What is the name now that you have set on? I mean, I'm sure it's evolved, right? No, it's um, it's called Broken. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then when can we like? What is the do? Do you think there's going to be a teaser, or is this going to be something released in like the film festival, or where do you think that we can first see this? Yeah, well, we're looking at different film festivals right now, and we're trying to decide which place would, which festival would be the best place to premiere it at. Um, we will definitely be doing local film festivals too, for sure. Um, I mean, hoping that we get in. Um, Can you tell us what it's about? Can you tell us? Yeah, so it's a woman dealing with um, mental health issues. Oh, I am portraying a woman I based it on schizophrenia um although I it's I'm it's a little loose I would I didn't want to fully define it because I didn't want the restrictions right of course of somebody saying you know picking things out and be like that's not that's not that's not and when you do watch it then it really makes sense of why I chose to maybe go beyond some of the, the boundaries. Um, so yeah, it's struggling with mental illness. And as um, so many stories go, you get comfortable 
with where you're at and maybe your medication, you get on medication and you feel good. And this isn't just with mental illness. This is with anybody, right? I mean, right. we go to the doctor when there's something wrong, not when we're feeling good. So you feel good, you <laughs> might stop doing the things that are making you feel good because you think you're going to be okay without it. So I know of a lot of cases where mental illness, you get your medication and you stop taking it because you don't think you need it anymore. Uh, and that's kind of what this is about. Okay. Wow. See, that is yeah. so much deeper. I wasn't, I, I actually didn't ask you a lot. I, I mean, I know that you have such a intuitive, you're just very intuitive and you have a very like a sensitive understanding of people, but I think this is going to really show how much you, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it definitely is not um, a light comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's for sure. I would have like people read it, you know, just, just for feedback. And I wouldn't tell them anything about it. Just friends and people on set, coworkers would be like, Oh, here, take a read. And they kind of stop and they look at me, they go back to it and they look at me again. And they're like, Oh, that's kind of dark. I'm like, okay? I know. I love it. <laughs> you need to talk. Is there someone you need to talk to? <laughs> I know. It's like, it's, maybe. So no, I don't need of, to because I have this. Yeah. There you go. Okay, That's this, your outlet. This is I got therapy. you. Yeah. This is therapy. So a lot sure. of movies have that one scene, which is mm -hmm. the pinnacle or the centerpiece or the one they clip out and they say, wow, which is the one that would be in the clip that you would play for me if there was a clip. This film kind of goes between therapy sessions and some of her time spent in a mental institution. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. So we're kind of flipping back and forth, watching the progression of her deterioration or rather the heightened psychosis as it goes along and, um, and then flipping into time in the um, kind of like isolated, you know, which <laughs> I originally called it the isolation room, but it's really not. It's a, it's a, it, it's a psych, it's, it's her hospital room, right? Awesome. And there's just some scenes in there that are really, I don't know. I don't really, I don't want to say them. Well, I don't want you to give away the ending. Well, well tell me this. Forget about the scenes. Okay. Cause I think you gave me enough. I, I understand what I was asking and you answered it, but um, is there anything that you've learned now that you wish you knew before you actually started writing the movie? I wish I would have known kind of how spot on some of this really was. Wow. Um, well, you know, I, I, I'm a psych major. I did, you know, I went to college and I majored in psychology. And so some of this wasn't so foreign to me. Um, and I, and I had an advisor on this, um, but I didn't run everything past her. She never saw any cuts. And, when I got done and after I filmed it, there was something that there was an incident that hit really close to home. Um, that basically what I had written had kind of happened. Oh, wow. To somebody that I know not super close with her, but it's somebody that was in our community. And um, I'm glad that I ended up writing the end the way that I did okay. because I feel like if I hadn't, it may have been just too much. 
Mm. So wait, like, so they yeah. watched your movie and said that happened to me? No. Um, we had somebody in our community who was struggling with mental illness and she moved away and um, she ended up having medication and stopped taking her medication. Gotcha. And gotcha, gotcha. yeah. And, you know, I also worked on another film recently and I was talking to the makeup artist and she said that had happened to somebody else within well, her, her, like her, her, her sister's friend. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I worked yeah. in the court for a long time, right? I mean, I still do, but I was a public defender for a long time. And when you're a public defender, you work with people who are mentally ill, who get better mm -hmm. and then get worse. And it's because right. either your mind chemistry change or mm -hmm. you stop taking your medication or you stop for a minute. And when you stop taking your medication for like a day, you forget for two days. Then on your third day, now you're paranoid about it. Right. And it feeds on itself. So I, I've seen it. I've seen it very clearly. I've been involved with it. Yeah. And I just, you know, when I started writing this, I had no intention of it holding any meaning or value really. Right. Except for just me giving a performance. To stretch but, you as an actor. I got you. Yeah. But after doing it, it, it just took on a whole different meaning for me. And then it's not really a, wasn't about that anymore. It was the truth of it and the honesty of it and the pain of it. And that this is out there and mental illness is such a big issue that needs to be spotlighted, you know? Wow. So yeah. Thank that you was... so much. My goodness. <laughs> What if, if I were to want to write a movie, what advice would I mean, besides don't, right? What advice would you give me to <laughs> write a comedy? What advice do would it, you give it, me it. now that you learned going into it that you would give to the next person that someone could walk away from it? That, so they learn from uh, your mistakes, so to speak. Oh, get people who know what they're doing around you. I mean... <laughs> That is like the biggest piece of advice. And I had some great people around me because I had no idea what I was doing. Wow. Um, and how, how did that happen went, though? Like, did you, did you just seek um, them out or did they come to you? Well, it really helped. Um, Kurt really helped a lot. You know, gotcha. he had a lot of resources to pull from, which was fantastic. So I didn't have to worry about a lot of things. Um, on on the crew part and the technical stuff um it was the first film that i'd ever had a hand at producing so i reached out to one of my producer friends um jana park moore that i know that she has so much you know i was just kind of asking for advice like even just working on like sag after forms like you know help me what do i do here and then pretty soon i was like hey so are you working on anything right now would you mind helping me <laughs> and thankfully she was totally willing and liked the story and was all in. Um, and then through her and her connections. So people think I have all these connections and I really don't. It's the people that I know that have the connections. So it's good karma. It's good karma. See? And you find out that people, especially in Hawaii are really around to help out. I know we talked about competitive and how it's competitive here earlier, but the other side of it is people want to help because 
a rising yes. tide lifts all boats and you find uh, good people want to be around good people. So if you've been good, people are like, well, that sounds like a good idea. And, and, and passionate people want to be around passionate people. So yeah. if you're passionate about a project, people will say, I'm on board. That was one thing that really overwhelmed me was everybody who was willing to come together. I mean, the crew, my crew was a 5-0 crew. Really? They took their time on a Saturday. We would, they especially, I mean, I work long hours there, but they work, you know, five days a week, 14 hours a day. And they were willing to take their Saturday for 14 hours or whatever it was to dedicate to my short film and Kurt's short film, you know, um, and just how supportive everybody was and how excited everybody was. And that made me excited, but it made me so grateful and just, I was so overwhelmed with emotion that it really actually helped that day, um, to bring anything out that I needed to. And I just felt so much love, you know, and just real Ohana and you don't realize that all the time oh, until absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. And still, still people are just, they still ask and they still want to know and they still want to be involved for the next one. And it's just really incredible. The, the next one, the next one, the of next course. one, of course. We, I mean, have we started on the next one? Is that, is that, well, no, I mean, I, you know, I needed to start something while we're all stuck in rooms. Um, <laughs> no, we wait 20 minutes. Not talking very about it, early so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very early stages. <laughs> uh, the oh, next wow. one is screwball comedy. It will be a lot lighter. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I could write this dark stuff all day, but you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it was a nice little break. You know, you I was in this character for, you know, so long. Oh, you know, that's what I want to hear. Can I hear about that? Into it. When you become the character, Kiki, that is so interesting. Yeah. People don't understand that. Can you explain that, how you become them? Yeah, and you know, it was kind of interesting, too, because when you write it, you're writing the characters, right? And you write, try to make them full and round. And then and then you have to step away from that writing part and enter into the actor looking at the script and you as an actor trying to connect to these characters that you wrote. Um, and there was something that just, I just needed something extra and I couldn't really figure out why I wasn't fully connected or as connected as I could be. And that's when I went to see um, my acting coach and I sat in there and she basically said, I am not going to run any scenes with you. We are doing something totally different. And we did this exercise that, just really locked it in for me and I got her and um I lived in that character on that day of course you know when the scene is done you have to let it go but it stays with you it stayed with me for a good solid three days before I could be me again wow yeah it was and it wasn't like i was depressed or anything like that but i was highly emotional mm. i mean i'm like crying at the you know eating breakfast with my kids wow. at the restaurant 
you know, or just like little things, just emotionally, when you strip yourself raw emotionally like that and you're open, it takes a while to kind of put that shield back up a little bit, you know? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, we all have horror stories about like uh, Heath Ledger, for example. Mm-hmm. When they say that they think what happened is he might have been so deep in his character that he couldn't get out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And same with Joaquin Phoenix, right? They, I mean, oh, yeah. They were really worried about him because he did take it so far. But yeah, Heath Ledger, too. Same thing. It's that character and that same kind of mental mental illness and really diving deep into it. Wow. Yeah. Something like for that long, I don't, I can't even imagine um, what a toll that takes on you for the rest of your life. Really. You don't ever shed, shed these parts of you. They are a part of you. They came from you. They're created from you. They're a part of you. So you just don't want them living on the surface all the time. <laughs> well, wow. I'm glad you got out of it. Oh yeah. I mean, no, you know, that was, yeah, it was one day and then just a couple days of, you know, but that's, but that's acting. I mean, that's really what it is. You, you have that's to, what it is. you become something vulnerable, right? That is, that is what yeah. a good actor is. A good actor is just getting vulnerable and you pretty much allow yourself to, Right, feel, taste, become ugly, become, become the other that you would otherwise be afraid of. Right, if you kept your walls up. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's one of the hardest things to get over as an actor and an aspiring, aspiring actor is um, not worrying about what other people are thinking. What you look like what you might look like how that sounded you know the maybe I should have but getting out of your head and just living in that moment at that time yes I think that's all artists though like that is what all artists will tell you right they say that when you just stop caring and you just be and you just feel and you just think Mm -hmm. and you just do and there's no longer rules right and you might piss off everyone around you and you just don't care because you're you're in it you feel it and it's real. Tell us when we can see or what we can look for. What what should we look for in the in the paper and in the in the internet? What what should we look for so we know we can go see it? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> we don't really have a plan yet. And with all this, you know, I think you know, all this COVID nineteen fiasco, it's it's pushing a lot of things back. A lot of things are getting canceled. So I'm not really sure what that means for film festivals kicking back up again and accepting and accepting entries and all of that. I don't know if that means it's, you know, maybe something in six months or if that means something in a year, you know? Um, Well, I know there's some of these film film festivals are going online now is the, the most recent one I saw is that they said pay a certain amount and we'll they and and what they said was we're going to split it with the local theaters where it would be run. Oh, Wow. Um, but you pay a certain amount, we'll stream it to you at a certain time. So you and your friends could all watch it at the same time. Ooh. And they said, well, that stream it. Cool. I wish I could look up and tell you exactly what I saw, where I saw that. But I did see there was one in particular. They were because they were worried about local theaters, because if you can't go to a theater, right. local theaters operate on zero budgets anyway. Right. I mean, 
it's right. an extra box of popcorn is how they make the rant, right? Like that's it. Like if they lose one, they don't make it, right? So, mm-hmm. and I know is that it? from watching the movie Sing. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw the the, the oh, film festival. Gosh. I think that's where it's going. So right yeah, now, and you know, certain festivals have certain rules, like they only want premieres. Mm. Yes, that's true. You know, and if we're looking at doing something like um, trying to submit to Sundance or oh. something on a large scale like that, we have to really plan things out. So gotcha. I'm leaving that up to my fantastic producer. We'll probably start posting some things just on our personal Instagrams and Facebook as we get a little closer and we start getting our um, our poster made up. And So as of today, um, yes. that you're listening to this, we've had people listen to our episode 13 times. So if you want to put your personal Instagram out there, um, everybody in my family can follow you. Uh, the other three people Perfect. we know. Everybody That's who's listening awesome. to this can, or uh, yeah. whether it's that, or whether you have a business one, whatever you want, that where people can look at it. No, it's all in one. I am my business, right? We are our business. I feel you on that one. Um, yeah, my Instagram, Kikilani underscore eight oh eight. Have a short film called Shelter mm. that is in post production right now. Ooh, who's that with? Through Hawaii Filmmakers Collective. Oh, okay, okay. It is a collaborative film um, that was kind of, they did that one a little bit of a different way. We auditioned for characters that we would want to play, and then they wrote the film around that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Filmed that on the weekends after I got done with mine. Okay, and that one's coming out soon, too. What is that one called? You know, that one's probably going to be coming out a little bit sooner. Shelter. Shelter, Shelter. okay. Uh huh. That's um, Kabe Cardan. That's right. Oh my goodness, he told me about that. I'm so sorry. He did. He was Kaylee Grace is a DP. And then I also just was very fortunate to have a supporting role in a movie that's meant for lifetime called Secret Secrets in the Water. Wow. Um, I don't know how I even. That one even came about, but I'm so grateful it did. It was a fantastic experience, but that probably wouldn't be out for, I don't know. One just aired that he did a year ago on Lifetime, so it'll probably be, you know, nine months to a year before okay. that one comes out. And that one is a recent, was that recently filmed too, or that? Girl, that was all in the same month. Wow. <laughs> Every weekend, I was either... Wow shooting Five O, I was either shooting Shelter, Secrets in the Water, or my film. Every single weekend, I was filming something. It Which was is why like, she didn't get back to me. I was like, hi, when do I see you? <laughs> yeah, that was like the craziest like five weeks, but like so fantastic. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> wow, I'm so excited. Everybody, nobody saw me. <laughs> no, me, nobody. <laughs> my family didn't see me, that's for sure. Thank you. You guys are amazing. No, thank you. You're, you're an inspiration to me. Follow your dream. Follow your passion. The idea that you could start with, hey, you know, I got to get a job. I got to film a couple minutes of something. And you end with a movie about mental illness, which is making people go, wow, look how realistic that is. Right. Yeah, that's I a, hope that's so. That's an amazing progression. 
Thank you. It shows you put work into it. Well, we appreciate your time and thanks for being on the Aloha Friday podcast. Thank you so much. Stay healthy, everyone. (laughs) 